Hi, welcome to Great Hearts Table. I'm Randy Greenwald. Those of you who listen regularly will notice a slightly different audio quality in this episode. I'm sorry about that. It was unavoidable, but should be fixed by the next release. And as Great Hearts Table is published on the first, second, and fourth Mondays, there will be no audio produced next week, a third Monday. But I do urge listeners to subscribe to Great Hearts Table at Substack or to support us at Patreon. That will link you up with a special, more newsy, print-only third Monday edition that will have a number of updates, some important, regarding what's going on in the Great Hearts Table universe. In this episode, then, we revisit the question of what motivates perseverance in ministry. Do we do ministry for the fun of it or for something else? I'll be interested in what you think, and thanks for joining us around Great Hearts Table. People are broken Believe me I Bruce Springsteen recently sold his life's work his entire musical catalog to Sony for a half billion dollars By every metric available Springsteen at age 74 has no need to work another day So, how is he spending his post-windfall days? Touring, playing music to massive crowds. He continues to do what he has always done. And some of us ask why. Why, in fact, does Harrison Ford star once again as Indiana Jones when he's 81 years old? Why does a 75-year-old Stephen King write yet another book? And why, oh why, do we continue in ministry? It's the question we've asked since the very first episode of Great Hearts Table. Why do we keep doing what we're doing when, if we're honest, we sometimes think of quitting? For years, my answer has been some form of, I'm called. And I believe that this matters, it really does. And were I to come close to leaving ministry, I'd at some point need to revisit my ordination vows and recall that I didn't sign up for a short-term gig. On the other hand, I also know that if I wanted to, I could convince myself in a hundred different ways that I made a mistake when I took those vows. The I'm called line of reasoning is a strong one, but isn't really the full story. Flannery O'Connor famously answered the question of why she was a writer by saying, I'm good at it. Some of us may share that level of confidence, but the rest of us entertain quitting because we don't think we're good enough. Could it possibly be that, like Springsteen and others, we continue to do what we do because we enjoy it? My dear friend Carol travels frequently to Africa to teach pastoral couples how to survive together in ministry. When people ask this 80-plus-year-old woman how long she plans to keep doing this, she lists three criteria. If the money continues to be there, if her body continues to permit it, and if it continues to be fun. And you and I might balk at the idea of fun being a ministry word, but properly understood, I think she's on to something. Years ago, my wife Barb and I started a business supplying freshly baked cinnamon rolls to coffee shops, business meetings, and parties. When I told my brother Roger, semi-retired from a career advising entrepreneurs, that Barb and I were having fun with this, he stopped me. Fun, he said, is not a business word. If fun is in any part of the objective of a business endeavor, foolish decisions, particularly with regard to perseverance, will ensue. 
The point he made is rooted in biblical realities. No matter how much fun Adam might have had gathering his food in Eden, out of Eden, God told him, by the sweat of your face you shall eat bread. The curse applies across the board. Those who sell shower curtain rings and those who preach sermons will all face tedium and difficulty and struggle. But can there still be fun? Even my brother, when he began his retirement, opened a woodcraft franchise in Orlando, partly because he loved woodworking. Even he couldn't escape the idea of enjoyment in what we do. Uh, None of us speak of ministry as fun in the sense that playing board games for some or cooking breakfast food for others is fun. But pastoral ministry can be enjoyable. There are times I've walked into my house, given Barb a hug, and through tears choked out, I get to do this. But... There are other, harder times, when I've walked into the house with an impenetrable cloud hanging about me. At times, I've wanted out so badly that had there been a clear path to do so, I would have taken it. These are the scary times, which have led to scary outcomes for some pastors, for which we all need safe friends to turn to and lean on. Fun, then, in ministry is a perk, but one hardly sufficient to counterbalance the thick darkness and spiritual intensity that many bear. What, in the end, lifts us above the sweat and sorrow of any occupation, writing, music, or ministry, is an enjoyment that is rooted in some sense of satisfaction. We stay at it not because we are good at it, but because there is good in it. The good of what we do may not be widely visible, and it probably will not be greatly valued, especially by those whose favor we covet. But now and again, to revisit the fact that ministry, while hard, is good, may restore our sense of satisfaction with, and even our love for, and enjoyment of, what we do. And if I could sell my back catalog of sermons for a hefty price, all the better. Greatheart's Table is published on the first, second, and fourth Mondays of each month in both audio and print format. Thanks to Over the Rhine for permission to use their wonderful songs, All My Favorite People, and Called Home. And thanks to you for listening. I am Randy Greenwald, pastor of Covenant Presbyterian Church in Oviedo, Florida. Just shy of breaking down, there's a bend in the road that I have found called home. Take a left to loneliness There's a place to find forgiveness Called home